This company, One.io, is really integrating business and connecting services. It's basically a B2B integration hub. They've just passed 40 customers, paying on average 4,500 bucks a month, so $180,000 in monthly recurring revenue. That's up from $95,000 a month just about a year ago. They're operating at about break even, just raised 1.4 million bucks team of 15 trying to hire more developers but ultimately it's a struggle in finland because it's a specialized skill set he's looking for the team again is in finland and the uk 0.1 percent revenue churn per year so obviously really healthy economics lifetime value about 36 months or 162 grand spending about caught 60 70 grand to get a new customer so 2.2 uh ltv to cac ratio there Hello, everyone. My guest today is Yuha Berghal. He's a serial entrepreneur with a wide experience in IT domain from software development to services and software solutions and sales, and along with 15 plus years in service management. He's got an excellent track record of building and leading winning teams. His personal goal is to help business leaders to see information technology as an organic and critical part of their business, not just a hard to understand, expensive, techie driven cost center. Yuha, are you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, let's go. Okay, so so tell us what the company name is first, because you're going through a rebrand right now, and then help us understand what you do and what your business model is. Yeah, uh, company name is uh, still ServiceFlow, uh, but we are rebranding ourselves, and uh, the service or the product is already called One.io. And um, One.io is a business-to-business integration hub that enables these uh, different business service providers and buyers like IT, customer service, facilities management, um, easily to integrate their subcontractors, internal teams without any technical development uh, just by subscribing to our service. And what's the pain? So someone that wants to do that right now without you, why is it painful? Well, it's painful because of... um, uh, typically, this business service area, which is, for instance, IT outsourcing, we don't have any standards like you have in ERP, you have EDI or something like that. We don't have any standards. So it's really kind of a integrating processes and data that is human-driven, so to speak. And um, also, um, the trend has been quite a while already so that the companies are buying um best-of-breed services, which means that they have multiple different suppliers and providers working together to in order to provide the service. Um, so if you address this um, this thing with traditional way of, of building integrations from the scratch, you're never going to get there. It's too co- time-consuming, too expensive, too complex, and there's nobody taking care of the actual thing that is middle that it, that it would work. And you have, is your business model pure play SaaS or are there services involved as well? We are pure SaaS. Pure SaaS. Beginning. Okay, great. And hey, by the way, I don't want your face to be cut off. Can you move your camera down so we can see you fully? Okay. Yeah, that's great. Good. I just, I want you to look good. Okay. It's a good thing, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So when you're, when you, when you say pure play SaaS, help me understand on average, what's a customer going to pay you per month or per year to access your technology? Um... We have the subscription fee uh, 12 months in advance um, starts from around 900 euros a month up to 9,000 a month. Okay. What would you say if just because that's a huge range? I mean, would you say the average is around maybe a thousand a month? Uh, at least at the moment we're talking about 1500 a month. Oh, okay. Okay, good. So 1500 euros would be about 1700 US dollars, at least at the current exchange rate. Um, put all this on a timeline for us, Yuha. Uh, when did you launch the company? What year? 
We started 2011 already, um, but that time we were more like R&D. We wanted to prove this thing to ourselves. We wanted to uh, see the market product fit is there. Um, so it's kind of a really bootstrapping. Uh, we had our, our uh, company, consultancy company, we were running at the same time. Um, but uh, I would say that we've been doing this uh, as a day, day job, so to speak, since 2014, 15. Okay, very good. And you launched it, okay, 2011 to 2014 was kind of, uh, again, you pre, pre-launch, pre I would say 2014, you're yeah. really getting in all the way. So you've been selling for four or five years now. How many customers have you scaled to today? Customer base is um, uh, something like 40, 40 customers, large enterprises. Yeah. Yeah. If I take 40 customers times that, that average you just gave me of 1700 us dollars per month, that would put you at around 70,000 us bucks per month. Is that about right? Uh, seven, well, the, um, MRR at the moment is 160 euro. Yeah. Okay. 160,000 euro. Okay, so that's about 180,000 uh, US dollars. So that's great. That what all that means is your your if you have 40 customers, uh, your average price point they're, they're each on average paying you about 4,500 bucks a month. It's a little higher than the 1800. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, the customers pay the subscription in order to access the hub and then they pay per what they use, which means that how many how many connections they have, meaning the integrations. Ah, really smart. So that's how it scales. Yeah, really smart. So typically when I hear something like that, you have, you know, pricing models that are based on number of hubs plus access to the subscription and you have a low, a, a small number of customers. It usually means you have a really good expansion machine. You have a good way of getting customers to pay more each year. Um, what if someone signs up with you, you know, you know, I'm going to make this up for a thousand dollars a month today. Typically, how much will they expand from year one to year two? At the moment, uh, it has been something like uh, six times that. I would say they typically they start. If we talk, well, first you have to understand who we sell to. So we sell to enterprises who have outsourced, and we sell the service providers. So let's take an enterprise like, uh, let's say, um, Starbucks. They have outsourced for fifty different suppliers. So they they start subscribing to a service, then they onboard the suppliers through the integration. So typically the first year, it's something like five to 10 suppliers, 15 suppliers onboarded, which means uh, five to 10 integration subscriptions to us. Um, because if they are one, and it's not about technology, so it, take, take a, it takes a while for them to figure out how they want to work with these suppliers. So it's also, also this kind of a use case and process work. So expansion revenue obviously drives growth, but you also then have new customer additions that drive growth. So if you're doing $180,000 a month today, what were you doing exactly a year ago? Uh, double. So uh, doing oh, that? you mean a year ago, year ago. Yeah. Um, I think it's half, half, half of that. We grew, uh, grew uh, something like 80%. So something yeah. like maybe about $95,000 per month a year ago. Something like that. That, that's, that's great. And then look, any SaaS company, churn is really critical. What's your churn and how do you manage it? Uh, zero. And is that revenue churn or logo churn? Well, it's a zero, so we don't actually have a churn. Well, you could so, have you could have you could have zero percent logo churn and ha still have five percent revenue churn if there are downgrades. That's why I ask. 
Yeah, well, there's a bit of, I think we calculated it's 0.1% okay. as a revenue churn. Okay, and that's per month or per year? Per year. Okay, so so you're too cheap. Well, that that might be the case, but I, I would say that because of the customer, amount of customers we have, that's one of the reasons as well. Um, but the thing is that we are, in a, in a way, in a u- unique position um, since the stickiness is quite quite good. When the customers join, they start using it. And until they have these external parties providing the services or they have customers who are buying the services from the suppliers, they need something like this. So it, it's a kind of a, the stickiness is built into the solution already. So we haven't ha- lost a customer because they uh, changed or swapped to a competitor or something like that. Yeah, but just to be clear, I was going to say there's a lot of reasons people churn besides your product, right? That's why I find it. I mean, that's, I mean, a lot of churn is out of your control. I just want to be clear that churn number you're giving me, that's your, that's your total churn, correct? Even if, even if it's out of your control, they went out of business or something. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Got it. So, so what do you, you know, with a churn that low, uh, when you start doing the math, I mean, you could assume lifetime value is extremely high because churn is so low. How do you make sure you Correct. don't accidentally lie to yourself on what lifetime value is? Well, we use 36 months as a calculation. Okay. You just stick in the LTV. Yeah. Okay. And how'd you, uh, and how'd you get, the, yeah, how'd you get to that? Well, that's kind of a standard in in SaaS, as you know, in the price SaaS, thirty six months. That's, that's not that's, that's not standard. That's not standard at all. LTV is typically one divided by logo churn, and some people have five months, yeah. and some people have three hundred months. Where do you, why do you say that's standard? Well, in this area where we operate, it's it's quite typical to use that as, as a as a calculation. Okay, so, where are you based? Uh, Finland. Fin- the whole team's the there. We have a sales office in UK as well, but. We operate from uh, in Finland, from okay. Finland. Okay. And what's the total team size today? Fifteen. Uh, one five. Mostly, mostly developers. Yes. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah, I'm loving this. And now, I'd love you even more if you've done this all bootstrapped. Have you raised capital? Well, actually, that's a good question. We we finally decided to take some some ah, uh, VC. Okay. VC thingy. Uh, last uh, just just um, around the summer. Okay. The first kind of a so how much have you raised today? Seed fund, one point one million euros. One point. Okay, so that's about one point four million US dollars, something like something, that. Yeah, something like that. Did yeah. you do it? What was the what was the what's the funding environment like in Finland? Did you raise that company from or that cash from investors in Finland? Yes. Okay. It, well, I mean, so tell me what it's like. Was it, was it easy? Was it hard? How long did the process take? Uh, around, uh, I would say six months, something like that. Because we're really, really conscious. Um, um, you always, you can always get money, but we were looking for more like a team member uh, as, a, as as well. So not just the money, because we didn't actually need the money only. We needed something that we could um, that could leverage our, our, us and the team, and that's why we we went through quite a few investors uh, from US, Europe, Nordics, and then then we went, end up with with these guys who are who are really, really good fit into the team as well. That's great. Now, obviously, you've raised capital. You raise capital so you can spend money to make more money, obviously. So I assume today you're burning cash. Is that accurate? Um, unfortunately, <laughs> no. 
we're cash flow neutral. Okay, so you're operating uh, break even. Yeah, and the, and the recruitment it's 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 a hell at the moment. <laughs> it's really hard to find, Why? you know, good people, uh, good developers, especially the developer space in Europe in the Nordics. It's 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 just a you know, it's so difficult. Um, there are too too many jobs for these guys. Interesting. So they can choose. And what, did you, I mean, would you ever consider building out a remote development team? We have tried that as well. And why didn't it, it didn't work? work for us. It didn't work because uh, uh, the thing that we we do it's um, from technology point of view it's it's kind of a I would say bleeding edge and um, it's continuous delivery model. So we don't have this kind of a traditional um, maintenance breaks and stuff like that. So you it's mean, more, almost like yeah. You, sorry, just to be clear. So you, you're saying instead of working on like two week sprints or something, you do continuous integration. So you're pushing constantly the code. And why? So and why doesn't that work? In- have a junior. Well, there are a lot of in the develop, developer community. There are a lot of people who say that they are senior developers, but they are more like you know consultants working at the customers, building some websites and web based stuff. And this is like pure R and D, um, which requires a lot of like <laughs> specialist skills, um, and uh, it's really hard to find that. Uh, last question. Last yeah. question here before we wrap up, Yuha. Uh, you've got forty customers. They're paying on average forty five hundred dollars per month. What's your CAC? Your fully weighted CAC to get one of those customers? Um, you mean the ratio? No, no, like just, your, just your customer acquisition cost to get a new customer. Can't recall the exact number, but I have the ratio of lifetime values last CAC. It's 2.2. Well, you said 36. Yeah, 36 times 40. You said earlier 36 months times 4,500 bucks a month. So lifetime value is 162,000. If we divide 162 uh, by yeah. 2.2, I think that's what, like 70 grand? You'll spend 70,000 bucks to get a customer? That could be the case, but we also, since that's a, we have a channel model in place as well already. And um, so that's kind of a li- little bit different. What kickback um, do you pay the channel partners? Sorry? What kickback do you pay the channel partners? Uh, 30% discount from the enterprise, enterprise uh, end user prices for the first year. Okay. So if a channel brings you a $5,000 a month customer, you're going to pay the channel 30% of the five grand a month? Mm, yeah. For the first 12. Months. Yeah, that's great. Very good. All right, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, I don't know if it's exactly a business book, but it's a it's really a really good um, uh, book that it kind of covers the business sure, area as well, well being. Um, Aki Aki Hintas, who was the Formula One uh, doctor for Kimi Raikkonen, for instance, he has this book called uh, Anatomy of of uh, Winning. So that's a really good book. Anatomy of Winning. Number two, is there a CEO yeah. you're following or studying right now? Um, that's a tough one. A lot of good be- people around us. So Who's someone you like in Finland? CEO. I would say Risto Silsma, who is the chairman of Nokia at the moment. Number three, uh, what tool? what's your favorite online tool for building your company? Uh, well, we started with HubSpot, and uh, it has it has been really good for us. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Mm, seven. And what's your situation? You have married, single, kiddos? 
married, uh, two daughters. Oh, great. And 11, how, 13. And how old are you? 42. 42. Last question. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Mm. <laughs> That's a good one. A tough one. I think, um, I would like that time to understand that um, the, the plans doesn't, don't matter, but the planning does. Guys, plans don't matter. The planning does. His company, One.io, is really integrating business and connecting services. It's basically a B2B integration hub. They've just passed 40 customers paying on average 4,500 bucks a month, so $180,000 in monthly recurring revenue. That's up from $95,000 a month just about a year ago. They're operating at about break even, just raised 1.4 million bucks team of 15 trying to hire more developers, but ultimately it's a struggle in Finland because it's a specialized skill set he's looking for. The team again is in Finland and the UK. 0.1% revenue churn per year. So obviously really healthy economics. Lifetime value about 36 months or 162 grand spending about call it 60, 70 grand to get a new customer. So 2.2 uh, LTV to CAC ratio there. Yuha, thanks for taking us to the top. Pleasure.